there will be times in life where you crank that soldier boy, and there will be other times where that soldier boy cranks you. Are we ready to rage? We are ready. Hello, are you ready to rage? I am ready. I'm Sandy Scanlon. And I'm Ashley McCoy. And we're your girlies for fashion, pop culture, and feelings. Today we are raging about the Met Gala, and we are doing this episode as fast as possible to get it out while it's fresh. But first, as always, we're going to talk about our feelings. Ashley, how do you feel? Pretty damn tired. I had to go into the office today and just do a whole lot of physical manual labor. Ew. I know. But it was okay. I got my steps in. I worked out today at my job, so I don't have to work out tonight before bed. Oh, nice. Yeah, that's that's positive. Well, you already like you already know what I'm gonna say. I know. But I have no exciting news in comparison to this. It's only it's only in conjunction to this. My exciting news is that I got engaged this weekend. Oh Yay! my god. And I know I mentioned Austin, my fiance. It's, I'm not used to saying that yet. Mm-hmm. I have mentioned him obviously before on the podcast. If you've listened to a few episodes by now, I'm sure you know of him, but we've been going out for 11 years since junior prom. So I knew it was coming at some point because we were obviously like had talked about getting married and stuff, but it was really cute. He's totally surprised me. I didn't think he was going to do it that day because we had just like gone to his dad's house for a casual dinner. And then he took me out for a drive afterwards and he proposed at the beach at sunset. And he, I didn't know, but he had all these timers on his phone for sunset. And when we were eating dinner as dads, it's also, it was Austin's birthday yesterday. So we were like opening presents for him and stuff. And Austin was like, shit, I didn't know this was going to be a birthday party and like trying to open the presents and get out of the house. So he left kind of abruptly. And I was like, it, the thought crossed my mind, but it's just been so long. And I've, I don't know. I just didn't want to like get my hopes up, I guess. So I was like, okay, I'm just going with the flow. And we went to the beach and he was like, let's take a sunset selfie. And I was like, okay. So he, and he's not like a selfie person. That's not a normal thing for him to say. And then he had a little tripod, a really small one, and he put it on the um, boardwalk. And then he actually took a video instead of a picture. So we have like a video of the whole proposal, which is really nice. That's so sweet. And I'm so excited. And it honestly sounds so, so stressful for him. Like to have the timers and stuff, but that's so sweet. And I'm so excited for you guys. I know it was just really sweet at how he really thought it out. And we were just talking before we started recording. He really got me the perfect, like the perfect yeah. ring for my personality, which was so sweet. He took a lot of time and effort uh, picking it out and brought my friends, Irene and Aaron and his sister, Kenzie, to, the, to all look at it to make sure I would like it. And he also was like, he didn't, so my parents knew he was going to propose. He went and talked to them the weekend before, which I didn't know either. Um, And my dad was like, my parents didn't even like let him finish. They're like, oh yeah, I know what you're going to ask. Like, go for Aww. it. My dad gave him a thumbs up. <laughs> my dad was just like thumbs up. And my mom was like crying, but my dad was kind of nonchalant, but I think he was just expecting it. Yeah. But, oh um, but yeah, so poor Austin, like all day long. So he didn't tell anybody he was doing it that 
day. He didn't, so his dad didn't, and sister didn't know when we sat through a whole dinner with them and they didn't know. And Austin was like doing errands all day because he was so antsy. He was like, I didn't want to be like hanging out all day because yeah. I was so like worked up. Um, but it was really cute. And then we went and told our parents and then we had drinks at a bar in our hometown. And I was able to see like one of my uh, like closest friends, like who I've been friends with the longest. Um, and we told her so that it was fun. It was like a, it was the perfect pr- proposal, honestly, because it was perfect for, it was low key and sweet at the same time. You know what I mean? It wasn't like, yeah, I was going to say, well, you're from Duxbury in mass. Yeah. So I was like, oh, that's so cute. Like the, obviously they're at home. That's like where they met. That's incredibly sweet. That it's so like very sentimental. Yeah, it was perfect. And it was nice that we could go and tell like our parents right away too, which was yeah. really nice. I just really uh, kind of got the whole like time to really revel in it, like to go with your mom and your dad and his parents. And that's just like the sweetest and I think the best way that he did it. And can we talk about your ring for a second? I yeah. love your ring. Thank I you think Austin, if you're listening. <laughs> You did such a good job. It's beautiful. And it looks like something Sandy would have picked out for herself, which I think is like the best way that you can have your engagement ring. Totally. That's how you want it because you're wearing yeah. it for the rest of your life. <laughs> yeah, you want it to at least look like it It matches your personality perfectly. It's a rosy gold color. I think it's so, it just works with you so well. Oh my gosh, thanks. Yeah, it's, so the stone is morganite and then it has baguette diamonds on the side and then like, uh, I forget what it's called, but it's like an un- under halo or there's a, like diamonds below the stone, which I showed actually before we recorded. That's and right. She got diamonds, girl. Yeah, there's diamonds too. But I, I was just, I wanted something kind of unique and different. So I like that the stone is something else, but it has like diamonds on the side. Yeah. And then, yeah, then the band has some really cool like engraving design thing. It's just really cool. And I can't believe, and he already had all these like wedding bands picked out, like really extravagant, oh. fancy ones that like go around the stone. Doesn't add, does it like click into it nicely? Yeah, he like picked, he was like, well, there's this one and this one. And he was like, he was so into it. It was so cute. Because if you know Austin, he's just like not, you. he doesn't usually get into that kind of stuff. So it was really sweet. Yeah, that is so sweet. Oh my gosh. Congratulations, guys. Thanks. I know. Well, we have a lot of planning to do. So I guess we should say the other part of the news is like, I'm making Sandy's wedding dress. I know. We have to talk about that. And like, well, the other thing is, too, I have been in bed from COVID since Christmas. I mean, obviously, I haven't the past two months. So like, my body has changed a lot. And then we have to figure out like, I mean, yeah, we have yeah. time, but I'm gonna, I've always been like, I'm gonna work out, but I'm really gonna start working out because it's summer and I'm getting married next year and my body just needs it. It's, I feel like I'm kind of re- recovering more now. So yeah. So we're after like, it's okay, I already, but I already have a plan for you. <laughs> I'm excited. Oh, that's and, so cool. You're, you actually got to say, I'm getting married. And I honestly have like so much of it planned. Everyone's like, do you know a date? And I'm like, yes. And then you <laughs> and everything and I've had it all done. <laughs> yeah. And then I'll, I just got a cricket. So I don't know if I'm definitely going to make my own cards, but like I'm going to have Alessandra help me play around with it. And if we make something that I like, then we'll like do that. Mm. 
it'll be exciting. Oh, and we're going to make oh, rhinestone exciting. penis t-shirts for the bachelorette party. Oh my God. We're going to make pink little peepees all over the place. <laughs> sparkly ones. Sparkly rhinestone penises for your bachelorette party on like jackets everywhere. <laughs> Everything, anything you can rhinestone is fair game. Yeah, basically. <laughs> Austin's going to come in and be mortified. I told him that. It's our culture too, because like when I went to Greece, they have these huge and like the market in Athens downtown, they have these huge like wooden penises of like all color. Like some are like, like wood. Yeah. And it's just a thing. And they're just like on keychains. And it's just, I mean, I'm sure it's a little bit cheeky for them, but I just feel like our culture is really like, oh my God, at certain things. And like, you know, in Greece at the market, they just have like huge penis keychains and like some are wood some are black some are like colored with like de- designs like there's every color <laughs> <laughs> i love that i guess it's the breeze yeah yeah okay well that i don't know how to transition into our topic from that and no. i love how we talked about my wholesome engagement and finished with a penis conversation but let's talk about the met gala the met gala's theme this year was gilded glamour so what confused me was they said it was like a part two of like it was basically yeah. American something, but it was gilded glamour. So it was like a continuation of last year's theme. It was like a lexicon of fashion. Yes. Like, said, like lexicon of fashion, gilded glamour. I feel like it was like just where your most glam look from that era of yeah. the gilded age in America, specifically the gilded age in America. The Gilded Age is a term for a period of time in the late 1800s, generally considered to run from the 1870s to the early 1900s. And it's a period of U.S. history right after the Civil War ended and right before the First World War began. And this period is known for economic growth as the United States jumped to the lead in industrialization ahead of Britain. And the nation was rapidly growing in its economy in new areas, especially heavy in industry, like factories, railroad, and coal mining. It did have a lot of underlying issues under the surface of this prosperity, including poverty, poverty, unemployment, and corruption. I really feel like if you want to understand this time period, you should really imagine Bridgerton. I feel like Bridgerton is really a good piece of source material for this. Just glittery, fun, glamorous for the sake of being so. The first look that I feel like we have to talk about just because it's it's weird. And I feel like we just have to address it. Is Kimberly Kardashian wore the same dress that Marilyn Monroe wore. When she sang Happy Birthday to John F. Kennedy in 1962 at Madison Square Garden. Which was a scandal at the time. Such a scandal. It was a sheer dress. Or not sheer, but it looks like a skin-colored dress. Mm -hmm. It looks sheer. Yeah. And it's all covered from head to toe in rhinestones, clear rhinestones. It's a beautiful dress. Very simple, but very sexy and elegant at the same time which I feel like is very Marilyn. I I do love this dress. So I love the dress. What I think is weird about Kim wearing it 
first of all, she had to drop like 16 pounds in like two weeks or three weeks, maybe max. I think it was three weeks. That's really not healthy. Like she probably just didn't eat at all. Yeah. Cause how will, cause she's not like an overweight person. So to lose six, that much weight, she must have starved the shit out of herself. Right. And something I feel like people need to know is that Yes, Marilyn Monroe was a body positive icon for her time, but this was in 1962. People were just significantly smaller then. Marilyn's, Marilyn was a size 12, I think, in her day, but now she'd be like a size four. Like she's so, so small. And like you said, Kim is not big by any means. Like she was. She wasn't even normal size when she was at her like normal weight. She's now like a very, very, very small. And I was like, dude, why would you, why would you defile this dress is my problem. It's a beautiful dress. I love it. I did not like it on Kim. I thought, first of all, it did not fit her. She lost all that weight and it still didn't fit her. Yeah, Cause she had a has or had a bbl and like Marilyn has just a very uh what's flat butt. <laughs> it was it like was a like very like, butt. yeah just complete different body types and like if you have any type of augmentation then that's another level of a way that it's not gonna fit and yeah it was just weird this dress is uh i wish i could remember the number i read of how much it's worth but it's worth a ridiculous amount of money it's, it's, it's an insane amount now so she had to put it on in a special dressing room right before the red carpet and she can't sit down or anything in it. So she had to put it on, walk the red carpet and she could barely walk. And then she had to take it off in a special dressing room at the top. And she had guards and everything. Guards had to bring it to her. Guards had to help her because it's such, it's so valuable, kind of like diamonds. But it was, the, I don't know. It was just, like you said, it just didn't really fit her. Um, It wasn't on theme of Gilded Age, in my opinion, of the time period. No, it's 60 years too late. I think that it gave the look, but it, it didn't actually give the look at all. I feel she just, <laughs> I was like, it gave the look, but it didn't. It wasn't in style for that time. She was not on theme. And like I said, it didn't, not only did it not fit her, like, look-wise, it physically still did not fit her butt. Uh, there was a video released around it. You can see they had to tie the back of it. And there's a big hole open where oh, her, really? yes, where her butt is at the top of her butt, like her whole butt crack at the top is actually out. And she was wearing with something or like well, had something underneath. She was wearing like skims or something underneath. And they had like tied like a ribbon or something at her waist. So it was just her butt could not actually fit in the dress. And you can hear Kim going, oh, can we keep it open? Can we like keep the back open? And I was like, no, in no way, she performed if you have to keep, and it was a wide gap. It was probably like six or seven inches. If you have to keep the whole back of a dress open, the dress doesn't fit you. <laughs> that is so incredibly strange. And then, like you said, she had to like wear it for the red carpet and take it off. She put it on a replica. Bitch, why didn't you just wear a replica? I was just going to say the same exact thing. Why didn't you just make the replica? Because it looks the exact same. And you're still like paying, you know, tribute to like what you wanted to pay tribute to. Why do you need to wear the real thing? And like, God forbid, I'm sure it's insured, but God forbid, what if you ripped it trying to squeeze your ass into it? Like, 
just wear the fucking one that fits you. It just, it, it was, ugh. And then, if you look at the video as well, the way that they're putting the dress on, this dress is ancient. It's old. And they're trying to squeeze this person into it. They have gloves on, but they're rubbing the rhinestones. Yep. And you and I both know very well that Rhinestone. you can't do that. Nope, nope, nope. It's painful to watch her try to squeeze her fat ass into this dress. I'm so mad about it because I think that it's creepy. First of all, can we please let Marilyn Monroe rest in peace? I'm so upset. And the more I think about it, the more angry I get because I'm like, stop defiling this woman. Can she please? Yeah. Like, she in life was like treated kind of like crap, even though she was like hallowed for being attractive. People still did not treat her nicely. Well, she was treated like kind of like an animal in a cage in a way. You know, yeah. People to look at her and be near her, but she wasn't treated well or like respected. Not respected. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm like in, it feels like in, even in death, Marilyn Monroe is still being disrespected. And we have to talk about her hair. Oh, it was so bad i thought i thought that she was pulling an amber rose at first when i saw the headline from afar on my phone i thought it was shaved blonde because it's so bad it just looks i and i hate all a lot of the kardashians always go for that really harsh slicked back look and a lot of times it doesn't work and if you're wearing old hollywood why would you go for this kind of look yes but what i was trying to say is kim kardashian was gifted a piece of Marilyn Monroe's hair. Did you know that? I didn't want to have a stroke. No. By who? Oh my. Who had her hair laying around? It was the Ripley's Believe It or Not Museum. Which, okay, fine. If you have her hair, I mean, I think that's weird, but okay. But why on earth would you give her, give a human being, first of all, step into the woo with me for a second. You can't give someone someone else's hair like that. They can do witchcraft with it, which is exactly what Kim said she would do. She's like, I'm going to do some kind of voodoo and like channel her. And I was like, take it back, take it back right now. Leave this woman alone. Let her, let her lay in peace. Let her rest in peace. That is so creepy and weird. And I feel like it's like a full circle of exploitation. You know, what's so freak. actually, now that I think of it, you know, it's so annoying is that no matter how famous Kim Kardashian gets, she is always thirsty. She is always thirsty. She always wants to be Cher. She wants to be Marilyn Monroe. She wants to be another icon. Like, you are the most famous person in the world right now. Why can't you just be yourself? Why do you have to? It's just creepy. It was so, like, I honestly was very creeped out. But I also, I do agree with what you said about, like, the actual look of her hair. I did not like it. I did not like this look. And I was just kind of like, this is so ridiculous. I I honestly was very freaked out by it. And, like, I'm already freaked out a lot by (laughs) most of the Kardashian situations. They're weird. They're very, very strange. This one, I feel like this was, like, totally crossing the line. And I feel like people don't seem to think that it's disrespectful, but I'm honestly very grossed out by this. It's like she has to be in everything. She has to touch everything. She has to spread herself all over everything. That's and I was like, thirsty. She's so exactly. thirsty. And I was so disgusted. Like, why do you have to touch everything? Not everything that belongs to you. Yeah, I know in her mind, she's trying to honor her and 
it's probably like some big ego trip too, right? Thinking, oh, I'm, I get to wear Marilyn Monroe's dress. I'm so special, but it just comes off as icky because it's like you said, she just has to be everywhere doing everything. Be It's just never enough. It's never enough money. It's never enough fame. Obviously, I don't know her. I can't speak to the fact that that's how she actually feels, but that's how it comes across. And I think- yeah. I mean, all, America has never liked them. We're intrigued by them. We're fascinated by them. But there's very few people who actually love them. But I think they're declining even more so because we're all seeing this. And I don't know if you saw the tea today, but Ray J came out and said that Kim, him, and Chris all planned the sex tape and dropped it together. And then they painted him like the bad guy, but he couldn't do anything about it because he signed some contract. And now he's saying that uh, the new plot in the new series, when they're talking about the sex tape and Kanye buying it back, that's all just for views and that it's not true. I mean, I don't know. I don't know if I believe Ray J, whatever, but where there's smoke, there's fire and there's something fishy about the whole thing. And it's never enough for this family. Yeah, that I didn't see that. I mean, I know that we like sent it in the group chat, but I was busy at work, so I didn't see it. Um, you have to look it up because the, I mean, they're harsh accusations, and he's saying I'm gonna leak our DMs. There were DMs between them. He shared something about an agreement they had. I was like kind of acknowledged, but he said I'm sick of it being this lie. I lost out on a lot of business deals because people think I'm the bad guy. This catapulted her to fame. It was planned. We all planned it together. He, this is what he's saying. And he's like, I don't want to do this anymore because it's still going on. And this was the main storyline of this season's show of her crying and being so upset about the tape and her kids seeing the tape. And if that's true, that she dropped it, it is just, this is terrifying billions and billions of dollars from this one life. So what else have they lied about and how far will they go? Oh my goodness. I didn't even know that. That is so weird and like i i hope that it was planned because if it's not planned then that means it really was revenge porn and like he is just um nefarious but if it was how weird is it that her mom planned this with her um that was the part that surprised me the least i feel because chris jenner is just like the devil works hard but chris jenner works harder yeah i just I don't, I don't know whether to believe him or not, but he's, he's saying I have conversations. I have times of meetings. He's like, I have the receipts and I will expose it if you don't stop this. So to me, that's weird. There's something fishy. Oh, I feel like there's too many people who co- go out and say like, oh, I'll like X, Y, and Z about them isn't real, or this is fake. Like, you know, I think that there's too many times where people say things about them that turn out to be true. So yes. this probably, I mean, allegedly, this feels like it's kind of true. My feeling is even if it's not completely true, there's probably a, some truth in it. Like, yeah. I, uh, it's, t- I don't know. Anyways, sorry, I got off on a tangent, but I was like, oh my gosh, we haven't talked about this and this happened. And we're talking about how thirsty she is. But anyways, yeah. And then, so rolling on to the other Kardashian-Jenners, it was the first year that Chloe was invited, which was a big deal because um, she was always considered to D-list in years prior and people thought she would never, ever get an invite. And she came and she served nothing. Um, I would say out of all of them, her look is the least offensive. I mean, I don't hate Kendall's, but 
I don't, I don't know. Her and Kendall are okay. I don't love it. I don't hate it. Kylie and Courtney, train, <laughs> Rex, Kylie. I, well, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. We'll go through them one by one. Okay. Who do you want to do first? Chloe. Could we talk about her first? Okay. So I, the reason why I'm saying she served nothing, she was the only one who seemed to be actually on theme. Yes. Um, she wore a long gold dress that had like beads all over it. And, like, it's a pretty dress. I just think it's a little boring. I do like the gloves she had on. Mm-hmm. It was, like, a... She had this gold dress on with black gloves that had, like, a puffy, asymmetrical sleeve going on. And, like, while I'm all here for the long gloves, I love that it's a trend now. I yeah. don't feel like the black gloves look good with the gold dress. I just feel like they're a little bit... Just... Yeah. I feel like a champagne-colored glove would have been so elegant. Yes. And I don't like her hair. I feel like she could have done... Oh, her hair's horrible. It's just like, it's, first of all, that's probably a wig. Second of all, why your wig so fucking stiff, girl? It looks so stiff. It looks like it has gel. Someone just took a glob of gel and then ran it through her hair. Yeah. I don't really like the way she styled her hair. I honestly would have loved, like, to do more of that Gilded Age look, like, a really, a really soft, feminine, romantic updo would look really good or if she wanted to keep her hair in this lob cut she could have just waved it a little bit given maybe yeah. a little bit more of a Marilyn Monroe look why I not I agree it just they always have these really harsh looks her and Kim particularly with their hair and I yeah why why wouldn't imagine how pretty she would look with a really soft updo like you were saying and because you've never seen it on her or some curls or some like something it's just why is it always this stiff Anyways, and did we say she was wearing Moschino? We did not. She was wearing Moschino. A lot of stars were wearing Moschino on that day. Or as one of my, our professors would like to say, Machino. <laughs> it reminds me of a washing machine, Machino. They who will not be named. <laughs> um, do you want to do Kendall next? Yes. I would say out of all of the card runners, her look is my favorite. She is wearing Prada. I just, okay, so I like the skirt. The skirt's cool. I think the skirt is a little bit on theme to me because it has yes. that, that almost 1800s drama Ruffle. and the ruffles. But the top, she will do anything to have her nipples out. Literally, yeah. Look, um, I, I don't know. <laughs> I think it's a cool look. I like it. I like that it's dark. I feel like, you know what I feel like this year? This goes for all of them. I think that all of the children were allowed to pick out their clothes this time and mommy Chris was not. And this is how they all feel on the inside. Whoa. You think this is a expression of their psyche? Yes, because Kendall's a Scorpio and she's like really dark and moody and she's just like really intense. And I think the no eyebrows, she or she has a bleached eyebrow look. I think that the bleached eyebrows and black dress, this is what her insides are. I can see this is that. how she feels inside. Like she, it's glamorous. It's sexy. It's also like just a little spiky looking. So what does that say about Chloe? She's basic. She wants. To, she wants to please us so damn bad. She wants to be like. I think this Chloe feels like she's giving because she's like I look like how people tell me that I should look. You know, she has like she looks stiff. She looks posed. She's not look comfortable um the dress looks great i mean the dress looks good on her i like the dress it looks nice but it's also 
it's like she's put together herself with everyone else's opinion that it feels boring. I just started laughing to myself because I keep, I'm sure you keep seeing it too. The TikTok audio of Kim K and she goes, I have to be honest, you guys look like fucking clowns. And it keeps flashing to this picture <laughs> that I'm staring at right now. It's the four, uh, oh, Kylie, Chloe, Courtney, and Kendall. Yes. We all, we have the same picture and it just, it's not just their outfits. It's when you see them all together. It's You're just, like, who did this? <laughs> it's really funny. It looks like a five-year-old did it. Courtney is wearing Tom Brown, who I hadn't heard of before this. This is a deconstructed tuxedo, so it's supposed to... At first, I didn't even realize that. I was just like, what is she wearing? I had no idea. Um, so yeah, her and Travis, they're just... They have that weird energy going, and I feel like they, they're like, oh, this is edgy because it's deconstructed. So, but it just... It looks weird. And that the white marks on her skirt are supposed to be like Taylor's chalk, apparently. Like... It's supposed to just look a plus for creativity. I will say, yeah, very creative. It's creative. I guess it's on. It's like taking a men's thing that would be worn at the time, and then take you know making it women. So I like the creativity. I like her hair. I like her makeup. She looks really pretty. She looks the most natural. It's it's just something with the skirt is just weird. I do like the shape of the skirt, honestly, because it is on trend for like the wide hips, like the. I feel like it's weirdly also very on trend. I also do like her hair and makeup. I think that this is giving what um, Chloe should have gave. Yeah, I like that she, again, it's just not quite doing it for me, but I really like respect the attempt and I like what she's putting out there. So I agree. I, You know, if you're going to do it, at least take a risk. I would rate it a six out of 10. I'd probably rate it a four or a five. But not, I, but I also really like Courtney, so I would probably be meaner. Like she's my favorite Kardashian, so she's probably my favorite Kardashian too. So I'm like, I'm giving you extra points because I actually kind of like your personality, minus the letting your kids run amok. Um, because <laughs> I like how big Kendall's skirt is, and I like the vibe she's giving. I'd probably give her like a seven and a half out of ten. I'd probably give her a six and a half. Chloe, because I feel like. You need to do some deep, deep inner work. Five out of ten. <laughs> what did you say? So, you were reading her? Five out of ten. Uh, the I look itself her- is not bad. I just feel like she didn't put any real thought into it because she's like, people will think I'm pretty if I wear this. I think uh, <laughs> I want to go a backbone. I want to do it higher because I like I really like the dress. It's styled poorly. That's what it is. So yeah, I guess I'd agree with the five, but I feel like it has potential to be a seven or an eight. Can we talk about Kylie's dress now? Oh, you know, we we didn't talk about it, but we subconsciously saved it for last because okay, I just have to say, when I saw this picture, I actually thought it was from her blue hair era, something about the expression on her face. She looks I don't know if she's just done down a little bit if we're not she has her makeup done the way she used to something about this i saw her face and it looked like a 2016 kylie and i was like read my mind i was like is this photoshopped or something because i know she never wore this and i thought it was a joke and then i was like this is from this year's Gala, and then i didn't know what to think i cannot believe you said that because literally that was the first thing that came to mind and then that's what made this 
sealed the nail in the coffin to make me think like this year, all the kids got to pick out whatever they want. Kylie dressed herself for the first time since 2016 at this Mount Gala. This is what Kylie looks like on the inside. Just <laughs> what the hell? Which once again, I would give it 10 out of 10 for creativity. So it's off white by um, Virgil Abloh. Did I say his name right? I never know. Abloh. 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 Um, so he, apparently, so I really wanted to roast this severely, but apparently this is like one of his last things. And they had talked about, they were supposed to go to the Met Gala together in 2020, him and Kylie. And yeah, they talked about this look apparently for a while. I don't know if it was the specific look. So I, I mean, I don't want to, he's a genius, but like, this is a miss. This is a swing in the miss. And you know what? Also though, the backwards hat is really putting it over the edge. It's the worst part of it. But I'm like, if Rihanna was wearing this, would I hate it? I also don't know if Kylie is just like, cannot pull this off whatsoever and is the worst possible person to wear this. It's not the dress. The dress is not bad. It's, it's not about her wearing the dress is it, bad. The look on her face and like, if picture, I'm picturing somebody else, a runway model wearing this dress without the backwards hat. And I feel like I would like it. But she just looks something about her. The energy is not matching. She looks comical. She looks like a little kid trying on her mom's wedding dress who put on a baseball hat. Like it looks so weird. It just, it's strange. But you know what? I don't know if I, I personally, because it looks like a wedding gown, I personally do not like this as a wedding gown. I think it's a little strange. But it, it, but it would work for some brides. That's okay for me personally. I just don't like it. Um, I just feel like this is not giving what Kylie usually gives. She usually gives us like glamour and very, very, very sexy. And this is not sexy. And like I said, I feel like this is how Kylie is. And this is how she would dress herself to go. Um, Like you said, 2016 Kylie is like when she was still in her true form and she still had a personality. Um, but this is just weird, man. And like, I'm also the mindset it, that even if someone is passed, we don't have to act like everything they did is amazing. And but ninety plus percent of what he did was amazing. Yes, but this is not. There's probably so many other things she could have picked from to honor him. And I'm just like, why this? It's not even, like I said, the dress is not bad. It's just something about her wearing this dress. I feel like if he was here, he would have had her styled in a different way. And it, Oh, he, I don't think you she know would have ever been styled this way. You know what? I think that's what it is. That's what it is. It's not the dress is bad. Sorry, Virgil. Didn't mean to try to say anything mean about your dress. Um, But like, it's not the dress is bad. It's just that she's, it feels rushed. It feels like because her makeup is so minimal and we don't see her in minimal makeup like almost ever. Um, it just looks like it was rushed. Like it looks like she put everything on last minute. Well, she said she wasn't going to go and then she did to honor him. So maybe it truly was just thought plan. And she was like, I have this dress. I'm going to throw it on. Girl, it is not your job to honor him. No. Yeah. I'm thinking about what you said. And I feel like I'm so hung up on that damn baseball hat. But if she had some kind of really creative hairstyle and some kind of editorial makeup, maybe maybe we would feel different. I don't know. Or like, could you, her hair doesn't look pinned straight 
And like, I know we say we don't like severe looks, but I feel like a pin straight hair for this would have been giving more like theatrical performance. Her hair is a little wavy. Yeah, well, it would have had a really nice contrast. And that wavy yeah. hair feels like the like what you would wear to the beach. It doesn't match. It looks like it's not even wavy enough to look like beach waves. It's wavy and it looks like this is a wig they pulled off because it was last minute. They pulled it off the mannequin. They said, I'm going to put this on and I'll put a hat on it so I don't have to glue it down and <laughs> brush it down sad. a little bit. And yeah, and I think that's what they did. I actually think that's what, what's going on in this picture. And this is not how you honor someone. Just putting the dress on doesn't help. Like you need to actually put time and effort into it. If you weren't going to go, girl, don't go because this is worse. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Car Jenner's overall rating. I have to give it like a four. Uh, three. I'd give Kylie a zero. <laughs> Kylie so gets a, like a <laughs> negative 80 out of 10. Yeah. So she brings the rating down. Way Anyways, down. Who do you have some favorite outfits you want to talk about? Yes. So I have SZA wearing Vivian Westwood. And I picked this as one of my favorite looks because SZA is always giving. Always. The looks are giving all the time. And she has um, just like this really interesting take on this theme. She's wearing, I'm going to fill a picture to show you. So she's wearing a, it looks like a fuchsia um, strapless dress that it looks like a satin color. And every time she's being photographed, it almost has like a wood grain um, texture or pattern on it. And it's like roughly, it's kind of full in the skirt. It still has that like gilded age shape um, with a really low bust. And she has like um, liquid latex looking leggings and a boot under it. So it has a slit in the leg and like you can see like the liquid latex in the leg and then matching latex gloves and a gigantic wide brim hat. And the hat really did it for me. It's like the Jock Moose gigantic size hat. I love this look because this is something that I would have made myself if I could have made it myself. <laughs> the hat really does it for me because I feel like it it almost is a futuristic look, but it goes along with that theme because they were doing like crazy hats with all this like flowers on it. And I feel like this is like a really cool modern take on the theme. I really like it because it feels like something you would wear to one of those 1800 photo booth things. You know, when they have costumes and you bring a whole family and you dress yeah. up, it feels exactly like that, especially with a huge hat, but it that color is super in right now, the fuchsia. And I feel like the legging, I'm not, or boot, I don't want to, I can't really tell, but I'm not like as crazy about that part, but the rest of it, I love. I love that. I, yeah, I I like it because I think that it's different. And like I just yeah. love the idea of like a bodysuit under a dress. I think it's kind of futuristic. I agree. I think that it's, I like when people take a risk, you know? Yes. I think that it was an interesting risk that it at least captivates you. And I do love the print on the dress. I think it's really cool. It's, you can't even see it really at first, but it adds a lot. It's very subtle. Yes. Okay. Do you have one? Yeah, should I do good or bad? Good. I want to do good first. So we good have train. positivity in the room. We're so positive. Um, I want to say I really like Cardi B's dress. Have you seen hers yet? Yeah. 
Yeah, she's wearing Versace and it said something that it was like a mile of gold coins that she has on her dress. It's just covered in gold strands of gold coins. And she has little cuff arm warmer things, kind of like the glove thing that we've been seeing on the red carpet, but not really. Um, It's in chain link. And then she has it around her neck. And I actually have a picture. I don't know if you saw of her standing with Donatella. Donatella's dress is amazing. I love it. It is such a heavy dress, by the way. It's like, it's Italian goddess. It's everything Versace is. It's just, and she looks amazing. Her body's killer. It's perfect. So there, I have a picture of her and Cardi B next to each other. And it's just the best aesthetic. I love it. I freaking love Donatella's dress. I love Donatella's dress more than I love Cardi's dress. <laughs> yeah, I I liked Cardi B's and then I saw Donatella's and then I saw, but I seeing them together, it looks so good because they match perfectly. And I don't exactly, I wonder if it's a gold rush thing, the dress. I really, I don't know exactly how it's Gilded Age, but I like it. I feel like she really just, <laughs> I feel like she just really leaned, leaned into the two words Gilded Glamour and just wore a gold dress. Yeah, which is fine. It's fine. You know what also reminds me of in her money music video? She had these gloves that had like all like, the diamonds and um and like watches and stuff all over it it's the same gloves that rihanna was like those are very ghetto Um, (laughs) (laughs) it looks just like they took that and made that into a dress and i feel like it would look weird in performance arty and costumey on anyone else but it's cardi b and um this is a shmoney dress it is. It, it weirdly looks elegant on her. I don't know if it's because we see her in such crazy stuff all the time that this somehow looks toned down for her. Maybe that's it, but she looks really good. I think gold is a really nice color on her. I like it. I love it. I, I do. I feel like she's just giving, you know what she's giving is 90s glamour. Yeah, her hair looks very 90s and her makeup a little too. This whole thing is like, especially with Donatella being like, 90s like hip-hop this is like perfect i feel like this works so well for her yeah do you have another fave another fave someone who i actually do not know who this person is but i, I love, love their look uh <laughs> frederick robertson he was wearing iris it. van harpen who i love i love iris van harpen she could make anything and i'm like oh my god it's amazing did you read like the inspo or the process behind how this was made? I saw this no. and I was kind of like, whoa. And I don't dislike it by any means, but it's it's cool. From a design standpoint, it's amazing. And I want to know how it was made because it's so sculptural. I just wonder how it's Gilded Age. And it's really more of a performance art piece. Yeah, which is how all of her things are. Yeah. She's my favorite cool. designer. So I'm like, she made it. It's amazing. I love it so much. It's cool. I wonder how I just, yeah, I wonder if we can find a behind the scenes because I feel like this must have taken forever and it looks perfectly symmetrical. And so I'll do, give a little description for the audience. Yeah, I can't um, even try with this one. You got to do it, Ashley. It's <laughs> I'm like, silver. I'm it's like a silver look with a little bit of an ombre towards the bottom. We're going to have to post a picture. Please come to Red to Rage on Instagram to look at the picture because it's gonna be difficult to explain but it's like all these spines coming out symmetrically 
from the shoulders and like waving in and out along the body. It's almost like a butterfly, but individual spines that are silver metallic. It's beautiful. It's so eye-catching. And the reason why I like it is because I think like, I think what I'm really getting from this is the the futuristic takes on the Gilded Age in America. It looks like something that somebody would wear in the Capitol in the Hunger Games. Yeah, it, it really does. So maybe, and during, that's interesting you said that because during the Gilded Age, there was all this wealth. Uh, hold on, Thank you. I'm having really, it's still my COVID brain. There was all this wealth inequality. So it's interesting that you say it makes you think of Hunger Games because that's where we were. And I feel like that's where we're headed, unfortunately. So there probably is a deeper meaning behind this. Yeah. So not to say that I love that idea, but I do love that it's like a performance of that and kind of makes you think of that. Because my first thought was, how amazing, how eye-catching, how it is so, um, it looks so, I don't even know how to explain it. Like, I don't want to say decadent, but it looks like it's just, how do I explain it? Just so, not gaudy, but very in your face, very like extravagant. Like it's, the spines are even going down his fingers and it's kind of like, oh my God, like you can't do anything with that. You can't move your hands. You can't do anything. It's a performance piece. It's so much about what it looks like. That function is no longer um, an importance, a thought. That's a perfect definition of a performance piece. Right. Function, it does not matter. Right. So I was kind of like, oh, this is so eye-catching and interesting. And like, it just feels like it's, there's probably a story to this. And it's just so futuristic. And I just think it's interesting. Like, it really, it feels like one of the most interesting looks of the night. It was definitely one of the most eye-catching. Okay, my next one. I hope you've seen this one already. Did you see Normani and Christian Siriano? Yes, I loved it. It's perfect for the Gilded Age because it's like this elevated 1800s look. So she has um, these... It looks kind of like a black velvet. She has a huge fascinator... She has the top is like puff sleeves, kind of a bralette type situation. Stomach is completely bare. Then she has this skirt that's it three tiers with kind of bubble hems, I guess. But bubble hems make me think of the early 2000s and it's not that. But they're these basically (laughs) three big tiered bubbles. But it gives the same silhouette as an 1800s dress. So I think it's really cool. She's just one of those people who can pull off a lot. I, it looks like she has green or a turquoise eyeshadow, which I think is a really fun pop. And her body looks amazing. And I looks think she's so just, good. Yeah, she looks ripped. So yeah, she looks great. I just think it's super creative, super on trend. I feel like she hit every need for this event. Yeah. I agree 100%. And I feel like the hat and like the fascinator, everything about it is so on trend. I loved it. I feel she looks like a Gilded Age flamingo dancer. Like, I love that. A flamenco dancer. Okay. She looks like a Gilded Age goth flamingo dancer. I love it. So hot. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Do you have one more? 
I do. I have Blake Lively. I feel like we have to talk about her look. Oh, yeah. Blake Lively never misses at the Met Gala. I feel like people wait for her to come because, like, it's it's always interesting. It's I don't feel like it's always the best look of the night, but it's never a bad look. It's always a good look. Yeah, it's always on the theme. And she was the co-chair this year, so I'm pretty sure she went in first or was one of the first people. Yes, I think she came early because she was on the board or something. She was, yeah. like, hosting something. Blake Lively's Met Gala look was Altier Versace, and she wore a strapless gown that was like a copper color. And I think she this whole thing was all about performance art because even hers was a performance. It was a coppery colored um, strapless gown that really hugged your curves well. It had a kind of a mirror metallic effect all over it. Um, and it looks almost like the cover of the Great Gatsby movie, like the new one with Leonardo DiCaprio. And she said that it was inspired by the Statue of Liberty. <laughs> and when she walked up the steps, a few people came by and like she had a wrap around her. And it looked like a big, like, puffy bow. And they ripped it down. And it was, like, this big, long, turquoise train. And that's supposed to be, like, the colors of the Statue of Liberty. By the way, can you imagine having to make that? I would rip my hair out. And, like, her gloves. Like, they had an extra. Like, now I'm looking at the picture a little closer. She had an extra glove on top of her glove. It's a little tiara on. I love it. Blake Lively looks like a princess. Yeah, she looks really good. And you can tell she was having fun with it. Yeah. It was clearly, I think, why she always does so well is because her looks always have a lot of thought. It's very clear that there's always a lot of thought that went into it. And it's always on the theme. And you can really tell some people arrive and just kind of are lost. (laughs) Yeah. I also feel like her looks are always very palatable. Yes. Ooh, do we get to talk about the bad ones now? Yes. I think I have one honorable mention, though. Oh, yeah. Go for it. Bad Bunny was wearing a Burberry trench coat. And I honestly really like it. I feel like he actually gave us some effort and it looks really good. I feel like the guys at Met Gala usually just don't do anything. And he did such a good job. So I was contemplating putting this on my worst dress. But... Then I researched it. So he researched um, what was going on in the Gilded Age in Puerto Rico at this time. Sorry. And I thought that that was really cool that he put research and effort into it. And what they did was they put a mix of men and women. So men and women. Oh, my God. I cannot talk tonight. Sorry. So that he kind of has a little bun going on. And then he has kind of a puff sleeve on the coat. I just, I don't know. I feel like it looks. I really like the effort and the creativity and the strategy behind it. I guess I just don't really like the color and it looks kind of industrial for me. So it's not something I'm inclined to, but like I respect it. So I'm not going to say it's worst dress, but I'm just going to say I didn't love it. I love it because of the thought and the work that went into the look. And like I said, I feel like a lot of guys at the Met Gala just give up. And he did such an interesting thing that I love to look at it because I want to understand it. Yeah, I agree. And it's so much better to put in the thought. And even if you look crazy, then like the people who kind of show up in something normal. Yeah, like he didn't wear a black a black tux. Yeah, I think it's cool. You know who else I have on... um Honorable mentions. 
Well, this isn't, this is, this is almost an in-between honorable mention or worst dress. So it will segue us into it. And I feel like this is going to be controversial, but I originally wanted to say Billie Eilish as a worst dressed and she's wearing Gucci and it's upcycled, which I think is really cool. Yeah. But when I've, so here's my thought. I love the silhouette and the construction. I think that this champagne color completely washes her out. I know she loves green, like, and there's the green. So it's a green lace sleeve, a very classic 1800s corset top. And then um, it has like the 1800s skirt on it, which, so I love the silhouette. But it's just the color combination is just weird. And I just really don't think it's flattering on her. I Something just looks washed out. Maybe it's the hair with the dress. She has a harsh her black hair. Her hair is really black. I, I agree 100%. I don't know what it is about this look. But, like, it is the most on theme. It is yeah. Bridgerton. It's exactly what she should be wearing. There was a photo reference that she posted, like, next to her, like, for from, like, one of those paintings of that age i don't like it <laughs> i don't like it and i can't explain to you why it's hard to pin why it's really hard i think it might just be the black hair it's too harsh she's so pale the pet the champagne it's all those things put together it makes it feel really weird and very costumey it looks like she's going on stage for like a play it looks like she's in beetlejuice it genuinely looks like she's in Beetlejuice. Which I think maybe that's what she wanted to go for because that is kind of her aesthetic. But I just feel like it's not, it just, it's captivating in a really weird way that I don't, I personally I, don't appreciate. It's not a bad look at all. I just don't like it. Listen, from a fellow p- pale person, getting washed out is a very real thing. And you have to be careful when you're wearing even like white certain like ivory might look really good white white men look bad you have to be very careful about tones so this tone was already you know on the fence for her and then you add that really harsh black hair and we talked last Met gala she had marilyn monroe blonde hair but she had i think it was kind of like a pink nude dress so like when you have an extreme blonde or an extreme black and then nude and you're pale that is never going like you need some color or you need some in between if her hair was just like plain brown this would be a completely different story because it would have added some neutral to it yeah i think that she is just constantly being washed up by whatever she's wearing get a spray tan billy eilish or maybe just wear different something that's slightly darker <laughs> i don't know why you keep picking these these same shades yeah anyways it was it's frustrating because the silhouette of the dress is so good it is so it's perfect for the theme i feel like she should just wear like a dark dress like wear a black dress or a darker like navy. if that was in black it would have looked great on her perfect like black with it would have been like so like very beetle juicy but i would have loved that i just don't like this color it feels weird do you have another bad dresser okay delavine oh wait that she's on your worst. Yeah. One second. Yeah, I agree. So there's one thing that I really liked about this outfit was that um she didn't cover up her psoriasis. I thought that was pretty badass and cool. She has patches on her elbows and she was just like, screw you guys. I'm not going to mess up my psoriasis. 
But other than that, it looks very Moulin Rouge. I don't know if that's Gilded Age or not, but I agree. It's not my favorite look. It's just weird. And like, why am I seeing your nipples with pasties? It's giving Miley Cyrus in 2013. Can you please not do this? It, it's giving Miley Cyrus, but like not in a good way because Miley could pull it off and you can't. Please stop doing this. Like, take her invite. Every time she comes, she embarrasses all of us. Yeah, she's, it looks like a circus outfit, satin red pants yeah. with a kind of uh, what you would stereotypically think of as a band jacket and a cane. And then she takes the jacket off and she's covered in gold spray paint, which, like I said, didn't cover her psoriasis because I think people were really mean to her in modeling about it. So I love I whenever somebody can just own their yeah. skin, no pun intended. But yeah, why, why do you, ha- I don't know. It was weird with the pasties and uh, it's weird. <laughs> it's just a, it's just I, something about it isn't, it doesn't feel fashionable. It feels like um, the street performer. It's campy in a bad way. I feel like she's like really campy all the time, but like in a really like tacky way. Yeah, I agree. I don't know if you, I don't know who Molly Sims is, but I saw this picture of her and I, I, thought of where stressed so it's Moni molly sims by monique lulier do you know yes i love her okay so have you seen this dress no take a second to google it monique sims um molly sims molly is the yeah so i'll start talking about it yeah. The reason why I really hate this dress is because I love every individual piece of it, but together as a garment, I don't think it looks good. Like I, it has these insane ruffled puff sleeves with the gloves that are on trend. Everything's pink. She has kind of a trumpet silhouette, um, princess line. And, like, that's cute on its own, but I don't like it with the sleeves and the gloves. And then she has a cape. So I'm putting this on my worst dress because it's so frustrating that it's, like, so close. But it it, it just has one thing too many all the time. You know, there's one thing about it that I really don't like is that it looks like it was cut, like, not on the bias. So it's falling in a weird way towards the bottom. So it just looks, like, crushed and weird to me. Yeah, it looks crinkly. Yeah. I don't know what this is made out of, but I don't like it. But the style of the dress, I like. I also agree it does not need a train. Yeah, like if you, it's kind of feels like if you just took off one thing. If you took off the sleeves, I'd probably love it. Yeah. If you took yeah. off the cape and the gloves, I'd love it. It's just, it's not a balanced outfit right now as it is. I agree. It's not horrible, but I feel so frustrated that it's so close to being great. I agree. Do you have one more horrendous dresser? Yes, I can't. I don't know his name. Okay. <laughs> I I will say though, I don't. There weren't uh, as many horrendous ones as usual. No, it was almost hard weird. to find bad ones. I feel like the last two Met Galas were absolutely terrible, and I'd like to forget them. But um, this one, people actually did so well. Okay, my last terrible one that i actually think is so bad and i cannot believe he did this sebastian stan okay one sec i gotta look it up you're gonna you're gonna scream so he wore a hot pink suit baggy suit 
with matching hot pink sneakers. Oh my God, I saw this one and I was going to mention it. And then I was like, I just got overwhelmed. I don't know. But yes. It looks like a coat. And then he has a hot pink bomber jacket on. And it also looks like he's got a hot pink t-shirt under. So first of all, I know you sweating. So this is because like the Valentino, it's that fuchsia, which this is, I've talked about this all the time and how much I love this fuchsia. Like This is my favorite color. It's the probably the color of the year. Sorry, Pantone, you're wrong. This Valentino like made this the color of the year. But this has nothing to do with this theme. It has nothing to do with the Met Gala. The monochrome isn't working for him. The pink sneakers are bad. It's just like, what are you, what? It's just confusing. It does, it has nothing to do with this event. Yeah. And I just feel like this is one of those times where clearly somebody was told it's designer. It's fine. And he wore it and he believed it. And it's kind of like, dude, why would you wear this? Like there's a theme every year. And I feel like people act like it's a joke. Like, oh my gosh, um, no one ever arrives on theme. So he thought it'd be fine. But it's like this one time everyone actually did get the memo and he didn't. <laughs> and he's like, what are you guys doing? And he's the only one in this like stupid hot pink outfit. Like it's not a stupid outfit, but it looks very casual. And honestly, I think it's a little disrespectful. Like it looks really casual. Yeah. And it just stands out so much. It's not like he wore a plain tuxedo and it wasn't on theme. He just wore something completely random. Ugh, and I hate it because I love this color and I love this line and I think it's amazing and I think it's disrespectful to both the designer and the Matt Gala because it's like you're giving it a bad name when it's actually something cool, but it's just an inappropriate time. Yeah, like the outfit itself is not bad. It just looks really weird when when you have it like this. Why Why did you do this? I would love to just get say, what does this have to do with the theme? Yeah, like, I don't get why he... I need to talk to him or his stylist and just ask, like, how come? Okay. Why? How come? <laughs> oh, my gosh. And I we've talked about this before, too, but, you know, wrapping it up, I'm just astounded by how much it costs to go to the Mecca because it's 30000 for the ticket, and the tables are 300000 And I'm sure oh we've said God. that before in this podcast, but I was still, like... Even if you're rich, that's still a lot of money. What do you do? You do like you do you go to Lady Gaga and say, Hey, do you want to go have these on the table together? Cause I can't afford it. Like I mean, you probably just suck it up and pay it. I think you probably unless you're like super rich and it matters to you, but I feel like a lot of people who are smart would just like say, like, we'll just split X, Y, and Z. We'll sit together. Yeah, because there's a there are a lot of small stars that go every year, like um, Nate, oh, I can't remember the guy the, his real name, but Nate from Euphoria was there and he looked really Take cute. Jacob Alordi. Yes, he was there. And even though, you know, he's somebody who's huge right now, and I'm sure he's making a very great salary. I can't imagine he's definitely not rich. I, I can't imagine someone like that and kind of starting their career would want to drop 300 grand on a table. No, and he feel like on Euphoria, he's the devil, but in real life, he's a cancer man. And I think that he seems really soft and reasonable. I don't think that he would ever spend that much money on this. I feel like he's like, that's stupid. <laughs> My manager will pay for it. I'm not, I'm here for publicity's sake only so I can get a new role. I want to stop. Yeah, like, what do you do? Student. You're like, I didn't feel like getting a table. I'm just going to stand in the back. I don't know. I guess you figure <laughs> it out when you get there. Oh man. Do you have any final takes on this gala? Overall, would rate this Met Gala 
an 8 out of 10, actually. I feel like everyone got the memo. Everyone actually tried really hard. And I think that a lot of people actually succeeded. A lot of people, for the first time, like literally since 2019, were on trend and the looks were actually giving. I would probably give it a 6 out of 10. I feel like I like that everybody adhered to the theme, and but I, I don't know, maybe I'm just a little bit bored by the American thing because maybe it's a little bit too similar to last Met Gala. Um, it's really funny because I feel like I didn't understand camp for the longest time. And now I feel like I really understand it. And I'm, I'm like nostalgic for camp. Yeah. So maybe I wanted to see a few more campy things that, but were, that were elegant at the same time. Right. Not just like completely crazy. Like really risky. Yeah, maybe I want I wanted to see a few more risks, I think is what I'm trying to say. But yeah, overall, it was not in, it was not an intensely risky one. But I feel like because it wasn't intensely risky, it was solid. It was solid. And I think I'm hoping that because this one was kind of safe, that the next one might be a little wild. So I'm excited for the next one. I am also a little bit bored with the American thing. Like be mad at me if you want i'm a little bored with the american theme i don't care to see any more like american themed things no. um please unless it's the fourth of july it. otherwise i don't want to hear about america i really don't I yeah don't. Like, i just i don't care for the theme that much like this one in particular was interesting but like unless you're gonna do warring 20s which i feel like it's close enough to this which you don't have to do it um don't don't do it don't Unless you're going to do like a 2000s theme or something. But uh, none of this like nostalgia for when America was rich. I don't care about that anymore. Please move out of this theme. Because it feels like you're not trying that hard. It, like people are always going to be nostalgic for the past. But it's frustrating because there was never a time that America was truly good or perfect. There was always a dark history from literally the get-go even to now. There's just... I'm not saying it's all bad, but there's so many dark things. So to be nostalgic and say, oh, this is a great time for America, Gilded Age. Like, well, it really, it wasn't a, lot, a good time for a lot of people. And the guild, the meaning of the Gilded Age is, Gilded is something that's like sprayed gold on the outside, right? So it's like gold and shiny on top, but it's not gold on the inside. It's not gold all the way through. There's shit on the bottom. So I just feel there's all this weird nostalgia and oh things were better back in this time and it's always like really and with everything that's going on right now with all the abortion bans i feel sick to my stomach and embarrassed to be from this country when this shit like this happens i'm sorry but it's true it's roe versus wade was passed in the 70s and it's disgusting that it's even a consideration in 2022 to overturn it literally like i feel like this is like um all of like this theme and it being around the same time that this happened, like that we found out this leak about Roe v. Wade being overturned is kind of like a weird correlation. Like it's like, oh, people keep saying, oh my gosh, like it's like they're trying to turn back time and take a bunch of steps back. And I'm like, oh yeah. And like, look at this, um, this Mechella theme was kind of like, uh, oh, look at how great it used to be when, when the economy was booming and industry was amazing. and it feels like a conspiracy. This is weird. Oh my gosh, we're getting so conspiracy. But yes, this is a 
event of all the most elite people in our society and some of the wealthiest people. And oh my gosh, look at what a great time this was. But there were a lot of people suffering and that's kind of happening right now. And it's like, and anytime that there is not any time, but under this type of capitalism, when it's booming for wealthy people, a lot of times it's taking from working class or poor people. Like it's, uh, what's the word? I can't think of the words I wanted. It's so freaking frustrating. It makes me want to cry. Um, I feel like what you're trying to say <laughs> is that like nothing is truly what it seems. And it's always the the pain and struggle is just outsourced. Yeah. Yes. It's, take, it's, it's like, it's like how when you do fast fashion, nothing is really that cheap. You're just outsourcing the pain, the cost, the work, all of it is going to people who can, who can't afford it, who need to work to eat, to do everything. Like just outsourcing those costs onto other Thank people you. and taking it from other people. So it feels like a weird, like we said, it's, this is just the hunger games. We love fashion and we love looking at the Met Gala looks, but we can, we can also understand that this is literally just like the hunger games, capital fashion show. <laughs> oh, I thought of the word I wanted exploiting. Yes. It, it, have that level of all, like somebody is always being exploited. And I'm not saying for all these people and every single person at this event, obviously. I'm just saying there's a parallel between the Gilded Age and exploitation and exploitation of workers that's happening now. Thank you. I got my brain back. I'm a little slow. It takes me a while. It's great for having a podcast when you can't talk. (laughs) It's okay. I'll edit this to make it look amazing or sound amazing. You look smart. Um, You got it, girl. It's okay. Well, thank you so much for joining us. Thank, thank you for tell us on Instagram, on Pinterest, email us, everything. Tell us what you liked from this Met Gala. What did you think? What would you rate it? Please give us as many jokes and memes about Kylie Jenner's dress as you can because it feels like soldier boy is cranking kylie right now she used to crank that soldier boy but sometimes soldier boy cranks you oh she got cranked there will be times in life where you crank that soldier boy and there will be other times where that soldier boy cranks you yes (laughs) and oh i also want to um hear what people think about the ray j kim chris sex tape leak like that is a whole that i could dive into for days and i also we want to hear your am i the drama stories we have a really good one coming up but we'd also maybe like to do a mini-sode of of just drama so please write in we you can dm us you can email us and please tell your friends about the show please rate and review us on spotify and itunes and Google, everywhere you listen to their podcast, we are available. Listen to us on IR Heart Radio. We're trying to get our listens up. Tell all your friends. Please. Yes. Please tell your friends. And I also just got a cricket and I got sticker paper. So um, if you want to ready to read your sticker, email us and I'll send it to you for free. I don't care. Yeah. We'll send you free stuff. If Okay. Listen, if you show us that you like DM us either on our Ready to Rage Instagram or either Sandy or my personal Instagram. 
DM us a picture of you rating and reviewing the, uh, the episode or that you sent it to one of your friends and we will send you a free sticker. Plus all their fun stuff that we cannot say right now because we haven't talked about it in real life yet. Yes. To TBD. <laughs> a mystery item. Mystery item. Thank you for listening to Ready to Rage. You can follow us on Instagram and TikTok at Ready to Rage Podcast. Send us an email with your thoughts on the episode. Anything you'd like us to include in the future at Ready to Rage Podcast at gmail.com. You can also donate on Patreon at Ready to Rage. Don't forget to rate and review us on iTunes. Thank you. Thank you. Rage. <laughs>